Welcome to another episode of the Life Adventurous podcast. We are in the Chakra series, and today we're going to focus on the heart. I have a very special guest. I'm so excited. We've been spending a little time here this morning chatting, and she's amazing. Her name is Trisha Dyka. She is the happy empath. We have so many amazing things for you. But before we go any further, of course, I got to welcome Trisha. Welcome. Thank you so much, Jenny. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to chat with you. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we go with our heart chakra today. Yes, I love it. So before we go a little bit further, just can you let let the audience know a little bit about like who you are, what you do? You can sprinkle in some personal things like your favorite stuff to do, what fun adventures, you know, just let's let's make it fun and like cool. So give us the business side and give us something fun too. <laughs> uh, I am Trisha Dyke of The Happy Empath. I help other empath business owners and highly sensitive people. I love my coffee. I am a, a coffee addict. I am the F-bomb dropper because I love to drop the F-bomb. Yeah, to curse. It's a great, yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> sentence enhancer. Um, and you know what? Because of COVID and all of us staying home this year, I've had the best summer here on Long Island. It, finding all of these amazing parks and places to chill, hang out, commune with nature. Because I love being outside, being at the beach, being outside. Like I am, just love it. I love, I'm like the tree hugger. I will actually go hug some trees. Yes. Oh my God. So you know what I love about that is something that I've always talked about being a life adventurist. Cause like when I traveled a lot for business, you know, when people are like, you're so lucky you get to see all these things. And I'm like, you have so many amazing things in your backyard. You don't always have to go on this big exotic trip to explore it. So if we can be super grateful for one thing that COVID gave us is like that, that freedom and that intuition and that nudge to go explore what's in your backyard. Yeah. Cause there's so many amazing things. And what happens is these tourists come to your area, they come check out all the cool things. And you're like, Whoa, I never knew that was there. Like why not explore where you live with your family and friends? So I love that you did that. Thanks for sharing. That's freaking awesome. So, all right. So the heart chakra, I want to just start with just because this is the first episode of the heart chakra portion. So I just want to talk a little bit about the heart chakra and I'm going to share a little bit and then I would like you to share a little bit about what it means to you. So the heart chakra is like, it's right in the middle of your energy centers, right? So it's over your heart. You've got that huge energy center there and everything I've been learning and I can't wait to learn more is that when we get out of our brain and go into our heart, Mm -hmm. a lot of magic can happen. And so what I'm most excited about with focusing on the heart chakra is that while they're all super important, I feel like this one's kind of like, I don't even know what to call it. I'm like, you know, like the, the Mac daddy or the, you know, like (laughs) just like, like, there's something, I don't know what to call it, but I feel like it's like the one that can create so much opening in your life. Because if you think about all the divisiveness that's happening, not only in the United States, but in the world, and a lot of hatred and whatever in general, but there's also a lot of love. And I feel like the more that we can go into our heart and forgive and reach out to people and connect to them on an energetic level and really realize that we're all the same, 
no matter, like we're all humans, we're all the same. We all want the same things. We all want a great life. We all want to, you know, go do these amazing adventures that really just because someone's of a different religion or race or country or whatever doesn't make them this like angry, nasty fool that we need to like throw to the side. So I feel like so much can open up through the heart. And Trisha, like, what do you think? Like what, talk to me about the heart. Talk to me about what you feel with the heart chakra. What's your perspective? Um, wow. <laughs> the heart, you're, you're right. It is to me, it's, it is that center. It is the center of our heart of the chakras, right? I feel like so much more can be accomplished through love and kindness than through this anger and this, this divisiveness. And this, this, this is like such, this has been such an interesting time. It mm-hmm. really has. And it's not just for the United States. It is for the world where there is so much anger. There is so much frustration and fear and empaths are feeling that right in their hearts. Mm. They're feeling everything. They're feeling it on an individual basis. They're feeling it on a collective basis. And you're right too about getting the hell out of your head and stop trying to rationalize Hmm. or he's wrong. She's wrong because that's, there's, I read somewhere instead of, you know, proving yourself right, be happy. Like you Mm. don't have to get out of that headspace of I'm right, you're wrong. I have to debate with you. I have to prove my point right and get into the heart center of of loving yourself. You see, I want to love people, but I can't love people if I don't love myself. Mm. And it all starts with ourselves. It all starts within. It's coming back to our core and coming back to self-care practices, self-love practices. It's interesting when you're dealing with people and they don't even love themselves. So they're coming at you and they're attacking you. And you're like, first off, I don't even know where that came from. (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking. Like you're kind of thrown back. But then two, I am all for not tolerating that, but I'm all for you, you can just walk away and ignore it. You don't have to go back. You can love yourself enough to say, I'm not sure what's going on here, but I'm stepping back. I'm stepping away. I don't have to get pulled into that and create more chaos and more havoc. Does that make sense? It does. And I, I feel like there's so many directions we can go for that. Like I was like, Ooh, oh, God. this is something cool. This is something cool. But what I at least want to do is set the table. Like what is an empath? Because in case someone is listening and doesn't know what an empath or is not sure like if they're empathic or, you know, before we go any further, I don't want you to turn off the podcast. Like you, I want you to hear what it is and you probably can identify with a lot of these. So share, share with us a little bit. An empath is a person who picks things up emotionally, physically, mentally. And then I take it one step further spiritually. And that is how we look at being an empath, how we look at ourselves emotionally just means that you're picking up other people's emotions and a majority of empaths. Yes, we are born with this gift, but a majority of empaths, unless you grew up understanding that your sensitivity was a gift, most of us were myself included pretty much told that stop being so sensitive. You know, it's not seen as a, it's not that gift. We were just always told to stop it. Anything that we would say or feel and express was no, a big no-no. For example, growing up, I would cry the first three weeks of every school year, afraid of death. Hmm. I mean, what child did you know would be 
crying over it. And then because I would try to explain that, it would be not understood. It would be stop your crying. And then, you know, I started to learn cry when nobody saw you. I started to learn, you know, push down these emotions, stop being so sensitive. And if I caught myself being so sensitive, I would go into a corner by myself to be sensitive. So empaths pick up emotions everywhere. They pick them up from people they know. They pick them up just being home by themselves on a collective basis. Hence, during COVID, there was a lot of heavy energies that were felt with our hearts. Empaths lead with their hearts. They lead with love because they're always, they always want to be there to help, to take care of. And that's a big part of being an empath. And the same thing with you pick things up physically. You could pick up physical ailments. You could pick up tiredness, headaches. I remember being at work and and someone would, I'd be excited. I walk into work and I'm ready to go. And next thing I know, I'm like, wow, I'm tired and have a headache. Like mm. out of the blue. So, and then I, and I remember someone saying, God, I have, I woke up with a headache and I just still have, and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> so we definitely pick things up physically as well. And I also say we have this mental thing, which is just, I call the empath fog. <laughs> and it's us picking up other people's indecisiveness and <laughs> they do not have clarity and whatever's going on in their life that they're trying to figure out their confusion, you pick it up mentally. And a quick example of that is I, I remember during the holidays a few years ago, I went to the mall and I had a list in my hand and my husband's like, all right, let's go. We're going to go to this store, this store, this store. And then I started to walk around like literally in circles. And my husband just stood there for a second and he finally said, what are you doing? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, we have to go here, here, here. You have the list. And I'm like, it took me a while to get it, but I was truly picking up other people's confusion. I mean, like mm. there would be days that ask me what I wanted for dinner. And I'd be like, I, I, I really don't know. Please don't ask me. Please don't make me make a decision right now. And then I finally caught on and I'm like, oh my God. So and the majority of empaths don't know that because they don't understand their own energies. Mm-hmm. And once they learn that, and, and a lot of that also is clearing chakras every single day for us because of where we may take on that energy. Mm-hmm. And later on in, in the call, I've got a great heart chakra clearing for empaths. Nice. Which I, I love and I use daily myself. Okay. So a couple of things that I want to talk about. The first thing is if we go back to, I believe you said it was the emotional where yeah. it's like the you're too sensitive I would just want to chat about that for a minute because I spent 10 years in corporate America. And even before that, you know, my parents would always be like, you're so sensitive. You're so sensitive. Like I would cry a lot. Uh, Not, not in the same example that you gave, but like um, one example is like, I never liked being in trouble. And so when I was in trouble, like I would cry and write my parents like a, I'm sorry, leather. Or even as I, you know, grew into an adult in corporate America, you know, sitting in this, like my boss's room or whatever. Um, I remember one time I was like at the top of my career in sales, I was doing good. I was making a lot of money and my boss brought me into his office and pretty much just like handed it down to me and was like, you know, like, uh, this is wrong and that is wrong and this is wrong. And it was almost like looking back, he was like passing down stuff that was coming from above him, pressures that were coming from above him and the inefficiencies in the way that the business handled some of the profit in the way that they paid the sales reps and he was taking it out on me. 
but I was like, I started crying in his office. I was like, am I about to lose my job? And then I, because he was so hardcore, I was so embarrassed that I cried because I'm like, don't cry in those situations. There's so many situations where I wanted to cry. And, you know, like, like you said, suppressing that and bringing it back in. And even now, like now that I'm starting to embrace it more, I can cry or I feel like I'm going to cry. Right. And I, and I, our intuitive business coach is always like, it's fine, let it out. But I'm like, no, I just feel like I, I want to cry on this because it's so good. So I'm learning the differences between a confirmation where I feel that, or is it actual tears? So I just wanted to like go into that a little bit because, you know, what's the difference between, okay, it's mine, I'm crying, this is inappropriate behavior in a corporate setting or in a business setting where you're crying, or when is it okay, or how do you navigate that, the difference between is it mine, is it someone else's? Okay, I have something called the empath tool. And crying, I used to hide my tears all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I think crying is a great cleanser. It, it just, that build up inside of us, whether it's ours or the world, it's just that great release. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, and I, oh, every time I cry, I feel so much better. And I cry at the drop of a hat. <laughs> I cry over happy things. I cry over sad things. Yep. Don't make me watch commercials about children starving or dogs. It's all, it's all over. Forget it. Like we pick up emotions from everything Mm -hmm. and TV is a big one. So I definitely watch what I watch. Yeah. So yes, I I can tell you how many times being in a corporate setting where I have been, it's come from a higher up and I have been laced into and I could feel the anger and the frustration within me. And I'm like, oh my God, I just want to scream and this isn't fair. And I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. And I would walk out and, and go and release that anger because it is, you know, and sometimes when we do get yelled at, we're like, where is this coming from? And we mm-hmm. feel like a personal attack or a personal affront. And our reaction is to cry. As women, I, men don't do it as much, but as women, yes, a easy way to know if it's yours or, or not yours. And this is something that I had to do years ago to learn my own energies. I created something called an empath symbol. Mm -hmm. And mine just happens to be a bear because I I love large animals. And I say to the the universe every morning when I put my rituals and, and tools into place, I ask the universe to show me my bear when what I am feeling does not belong to me. Now, in the beginning, I would see bears everywhere. I mean, Mm. on TV, emails, social media. I mean, uh, you know, there's no bears in in New York. I'm sorry. There's no bears on Long Island. But I would see them on TV. I would go into a store and there there, there was, I went into Bath Buy and every single TV had a bear. And Doubting Debbie over here says, yeah, okay, universe, prove it to me. And this woman walks by going lions, tigers, and bears. And I'm Uh like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> so like in the beginning, if you're, if you're new to being an empath and you're new to understanding your energy, I saw my bear 90 to 95%. That's how much I was picking up other people's. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. But yes, growing up, a big thing is, is, you know, if you're sensitive to a lot of, a lot of things besides your parents yelling at you, like I, I was, I was the crier. Mm-hmm. And it would be stop being so sensitive. Stop crying. This is ridiculous. What are you really crying about? And and I would not have an answer for that. Mm-hmm. Like a, another big trigger for, for empaths is, is these emotions coming on. Like you don't know where they came from. You don't know why you're upset. Like 
when my husband says to me, he'll ask me a question. And, and if my response is, I don't know, I'm like, whoops. All right. What's what is going on in the background? Mm-hmm. What is going on that is causing this? And really, is this mine? Hmm. It's it's interesting because at least my journey, right? And, I, and I've been working over the past like two-ish years and probably beyond of untangling myself from a lot of the corporate and the cultural stories and and programming and all of that so that I can step more into my heart, my own intuition. And it's interesting because as you were as you were talking about with the emotions and seeing the empath symbol and recognizing is it yours or not, my experience, and I would I would go to venture that a lot of the people listening, unless they've gone on this spiritual path in this work, have really thought like every emotion that comes up or every headache that comes up, we just assume it's ours, right? Like mm-hmm. this is mine, this is my experience you know, and, and I, my mind is just kind of, I guess, blown in a way going, well, wait, it's not all my, like, it's not all mine. Wait, I just have to ask for a symbol. Wait, I thought I'm supposed to be the one to like, take care of all this, you know, like I'm supposed to be the one. So, you know, if someone's like brand new to this, you know, cause also too, I feel like a way it could go is someone could then be like, oh, well, it's not mine. So it's not my fault. You know, like, or maybe kind of take that like cop out way where it's like, oh, well, then this is mine anyway. So you can't blame me. Like, I don't know, like, how do you kind of balance those and really just stay in your heart to where, cause I feel like that the heart kind of clears up everything. When you go into your heart and you go into your intuition and your higher powder power and your guide and all of that, a lot of it clears up. But some of us in that hustle bustle of the world who maybe have not learned to step away or is that, or maybe learning like me, like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, for me, I'm like, wait, I think I might have some of these things, but how the heck do I navigate this? Well, the first thing is to step off that hamster wheel, whether <laughs> you're in corporate or whether uh, you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. When we get caught up in that, that hamster wheel, that go, go, go of life, you're not even paying attention to your body. You're not paying attention to your heart. You're just on that go, go, go. Culture tells us go, 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 Mm -hmm. go, go. Struggle, work hard, keep your head down, ignore your emotions. Mm. And I call bullshit on every single one of them. Yeah, it's like a machine. It's like an inanimate object who has no emotions, who's just like, you know, whatever. It feels like machine and industry, like a cold steel thing is what you just explained. That's kind of like the vision I got in my head. Like, that's not a human. Like, I feel like at this point, I want to ask you as a listener, right? Like, if you find yourself caught in that hamster wheel, do you see yourself as a cold steel machine? We are meant to have emotions. We're meant to feel. We're meant to love. We're meant to enjoy, you know, or maybe you a cold steel machine during the week. And then you're this like light, beautiful butterfly on the weekend, you know, because you hate what you're doing during the week. And then you butterfly off on the weekend. You know, like, I don't know. I just feel like if you, if you're resonating with this, I mean, keep tuning in because this is going to really help this path for you to unfold to where things can feel so much lighter, so much more yeah. vibrant, you know, full of energy just to where you're, you feel like you're kind of on a cloud all the time yes. or a lot and of the time. <laughs> be that way yeah. and be in a job you're not a fan of. Ooh. Because here's the thing. And I wish I knew this years ago too. Uh, you know, when we're, we become these zombies because we hate our, we hate our jobs or we hate something in our lives. So instead of 
stepping back and asking, what can I do? Or how can I change this? We're stepping into your heart center. Mm. Like we we're always like, go, go. And don't lead with love. It's like, Mm. you have to, it's like, if anybody's in this right now, please question that question. So what if you hate your job? Why can't you start changing the mindset, which is pretty much where it's coming from. If you hate your job, start looking for another one. Mm -hmm. If you're miserable in some area of your life, ask yourself why. You know, I was miserable in my job. It was sucking the life out of me. So I had some choices to make. So I'm like, am I going to keep doing this or what am I going to do? And Mm -hmm. the best thing I did was leave. Yeah. I left. Now, I've really delved into my spirituality, my practices, centering myself, listening to my heart, especially during COVID. Mm. It's like the biggest thing was like coming back to yourself, truly liking who you are. If, if you're hating things in your life, I want to I want to ask you, do you like yourself? Like come back to that center and start there. Mm-hmm. Are you willing? And it's not easy. Holy crap. I remember being like, look at me. What do you mean? You know, because we're always running away from ourselves and our emotions. And when I first found out I was an an empath, that was over 10 years ago. Mm. And I did this, woe is me, victim. Mm. Oh, I was all in that. It was a pretty, pretty picture, I got to tell you. (laughs) But um, those those golden nuggets and learning lessons of life. Yes. You know, when it looks like (laughs) shit when you're in it, but you look back and it's like a polished gold nugget. You're like, oh, okay. (laughs) It really is. When when you're in it, it's like this hot mess of emotions and hot mess of meltdowns and, you know, really coming to grips with who you are. And and if you're not liking who you are, then that's where you need to start Mm -hmm. because we're so willing to point the fingers instead of taking responsibility and going back to that center of who we are. And is it easy? Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, God, no. I I remember um, speaking to somebody recently saying, do you want to change this now? Or do you want to be in the same place you are a year from now? Hmm. And it was like, oh, no. So that desire to that drive to to find that balance to find who you are, and that is constantly evolving, changing, you know, who you are in this moment does not mean that that's going to stay or be at all. Yeah, at all. But connecting to that heart center. Like I love doing body scans. Like as an empath, I'm, I'm always making sure like where in my body am I tight? And, and the places that I find tightness are my chest, my throat, and my stomach, my yeah. throat chakra, my heart chakra, and my stomach. Mm-hmm. Now, when COVID happened and every the whole world went into lockdown, I actually had like, there was like a very heaviness to my heart. And I'm like, Oh my God, like all of these people who were feeling such fear and uncertainty in their lives. And, you know, who wasn't because there was, we were all like, what the holy hell is going on? Mm -hmm. So there are things you can do to clear it. There are things that you can do. One thing I, I love doing is practicing some kind of meditation. And if you're not one of those people to sit in silence, then don't do it and don't force yourself. Mm-hmm. I, in my office, I have like a little rock painting station. I also have things like I like watching a fireplace online mm-hmm. or watching a beach scene that gets you to calm down and start coming into your center. Right, now, right. 
right? And yeah. It's yeah. Easy. Well, I was saying, because like, it's not just the sitting. So many people think it's the sitting. Exactly what you said. There's lots of ways, because really it's about that, like, I don't know, a different way to say it is, it's about the flow. And it's about yeah. getting something that you can focus on that you can enjoy to take your mind off everything else. And exactly what you said, to calm everything down and come in. Yeah. You know, into peace. Another great way is exercise. It's movement. Like I love yoga. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some exercises to release the actual tension in your chest. I have found is like child's pose works great for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I cannot think of the post, right, the pose right now where your, your head's up and your chest is wide. The oh my God. Dog. Yes. Yeah. That would. <laughs> so um, cobra. like, Yes. Opening, yeah. you open your chest up. Yeah. So you, you're actually breathing into it. Yeah. Like our breath we take for granted. Mm-hmm. That is a great way to start getting that, that energy in our heart centers moving and yeah. in our bodies moving. Yeah. You know, I want to share something about intuition because it's great in your heart. I remember when, um, we first went into a lockdown. I had somebody approach me and say, oh, I would love to have a chat with you. Would you be interested on Sunday? And I'm thinking it's Sunday. So I got up, took a shower, put pajamas on. God, I ended up on a Facebook live, Ooh. which I did not know. I'm in hot pink pajamas. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. And they were having these conversations, these, these, you know, and I, and they wanted to do a meditation and they did. And I didn't close my eyes. That's that right. There's a telltale sign. Mm. My heart was like, there's a tightness here. Something's mm-hmm. not right. Something's not right. Just leave. Just leave. And in the past, I um, don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to have to explain to them why I'm leaving this this call. But you know what? I said, my heart's telling me, get out. I, I left the Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. I just left. I exited out. I left the group they put me in. And this individual came to me and said, well, why, why, you know, I don't understand. And, and again, I've done the path of let's save somebody's feelings, but my heart says, no, explain to them. So trusting our intuition, trusting that feeling coming from our heart may not be easy because it may not always make sense to us in a logical way, but we still have to follow our hearts. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I said. I said it in a kind way saying, this is not for me right now. This is not my path. This is not where I would like to be currently. So I need to step back and do what's best for me. And I, and that was it done. Mm -hmm. I honored myself. I listened to my heart. And as soon as I did that, the immense relief throughout my body, I was like, ah, so sometimes when our heart is calling us to do something, maybe leave a job, change a job, leave a friendship. And we're like, I've been friends with you forever. I don't, you know, but it's like, once you honor that, cause it'll, it's insistent that keeps telling you over and over. It's just the connection of stopping the brain, coming down into our body and closing our eyes and just being, just asking the heart, what is the best thing for you to do? And I find yes, no questions very easy for me. <laughs> nothing big, nothing hard. Like, you know, I find yes, no questions easy. And I feel a lightness in my body when it's the yes. And when I do it, it's like this, ah, I, I it's, it's an actual, your shoulders release. It's just this big 
calmness that settles, mm-hmm. settles over your whole body. Yeah. So what do you think the difference is between listening to your heart and then what people a lot of times refer to or call like, oh, I'm listening to my gut or a gut feeling? Um, I kind of think it's the same thing. Yeah. Do you feel that you feel energy in a certain place or how, do, how does that show up for you? You know, when you, when you have my that gut, feeling, if I'm not following my gut, it tightens up like crazy. Mm. When my heart's telling me yes or no, if I do the opposite and I'm listening to my brain, my gut's like, okay, sucker. Mm. And then here we go. I get tightening in my gut, like in my solar plexus is where it mm-hmm. gets tight. And it, and it also does react in my heart where I'll kind of start to feel this heaviness and my, but my head's still going, Oh no, you made the right decision. Cause this logically makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it logically makes sense. But my heart's going, that doesn't feel good. And my gut is tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My gut is tight. You know, it's, it's interesting because on this, on this journey that I've been on, uh, one of my goals this year is to, because I think this is when you go, when you step out of that, go, go, go. And you realize that you can still have massive success and still make all the amazing, most amazing dreams in the world and achieve them and, you know, live a fulfilled, amazing, connected life without being go, go, go. And one of the things that I wanted to really focus on this year, and this is, you know, a shift from that corporate hustle, right? And I probably always had it, but the, the focus on it is the, the fact that I want to pay attention to when I'm overthinking, overanalyzing, feel mm-hmm. overwhelmed, stressed out, like all of those feelings that really don't serve me. And so I set the intention that I want to pay attention and notice when that happens, notice the triggers, notice how it's showing up in my body, notice like what my reaction is. And then really when those come up, then the, the action item is going into my heart expressing gratitude, centering, breathing, you know, and, and really slowing down. And actually I just noticed this come up. I think yesterday, like I was kind of like my energy was kind of off yesterday and I felt like an annoyance. Okay. And sometimes when I feel an annoyance or I feel like it was like an annoyance, overwhelm, agitation type of feeling. And sometimes when I do that, my old version of me, that old corporate version of me shows up and wants to work through it, wants to kind of like punish myself. It's really, it's, it's a weird thing, right? Like you're like, oh, I got to work through it. Because uh, that's what I've done in the past. That's what I was taught. That's what I would learned. Because then there was like that badge of honor at the end. Like, well, I worked through it, right? And you're looking for that accomplishment. You're looking for that high. And, and what I, I realized I was doing it, and I was like, ooh, stop. What was my trigger? Right. And I think that's part of the work that you're talking about. Right. It's like tuning into your body, tuning into the triggers, tuning into the things and realizing that they're not always yours or, you know, like noticing because just because it comes up doesn't mean you have to fully own it. Like we always have the choice to change direction or alter things. And I like on a way bigger scale, and maybe I can talk about this in a future podcast or something, but now it's getting like really spiritual and energy. It's like, I have a lineage, uh, like a, I just learned this with our intuitive coach, but it makes sense. Like I have a lineage of overthinking and overanalyzing that has held like that whole lineage back and ooh, I'm getting chills. Um, like is I, I'm going to break it. Like I'm, I'm going to break that lineage because I, that's not something I want to continue with 
doesn't have to be mine, even though that's how I've shown up in the world for all 36 years of my life as an overthinker, overanalyzer, not going to do it anymore. So I really don't like have a question, but I wanted to share that because maybe you have some things to add or to speak into it. Like I saw you getting excited, like we're here on Zoom and she's like, she's shaking it. Oh, I got so many chills there. The chills are very present right now. Yeah. Well, that's, see, first off, I, I want to point that out too. Like that's your body. Those chills are your body saying, yes, this is, this is the right path. This is the right answer. This is the way to go. It, it's like we ignore our bodies to the point that we will it's detrimental to us and we will end up having a physical manifestation because we've ignored ourselves Mm. so long. And I also wanted to kind of go back into the the heart where you're asking a question to your heart, then your heart's giving you a yes. You can sink lower into the solar plexus to feel how that is responding as well to what you want, what your heart is saying. Mm. If everything's in alignment and everything feels good, that's like a big fat yes. That mm. is like, yes, do it. It's when you're not in alignment and you're getting aches and pains and ten- tension and tightness in these different areas. And it's saying, hold up, where are you going? What are you doing? And why are you doing it? Like, why are you doing this? And you're right, there is a lot of ancestral stuff that we've brought in there is a lot of stuff that we we've learned from our parents and our grandparents that's just been brought forward and been brought forward that we never stopped and questioned you know is this mine do i want this to still be mine is this of my highest power i wanted to add that in because i feel like sometimes we just go oh well this is just me this is just how it's always been done and sometimes the way that how it's always been done whether it's in our family or our culture or business or schools or whatever doesn't mean that is how it has to be done moving forward. So, and you even touch on this earlier, it's like asking those questions, just getting curious. Like, where is this? Is this mine? Yeah. And I love that you brought up old beliefs because as we're moving forward, we catch ourselves with our limiting beliefs, either by how we're doing something, by what we're saying, it's how we're responding to something and, or better yet reacting. Mm Mm-hmm. Like these are where our, our beliefs come in and, and being curious and, you know, seeing these old things, like my dad was a workaholic, you know, the biggest thing was work, 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 work hard, work hard. And I've done that, but I've also done that to the point of making myself sick. Mm. And I'm like, do I have to follow that to have a lucrative business? Do I have to follow that to have a lucrative life? Is this the only way? And my dad was a doctor, so he was on call 24-7. Like that was, you know, and that's what I saw. That's what I learned. Be on call 24-7. And it's like, no, I'm not a doctor. I'm not here saving lives like that, really saving lives. Mm I am transforming lives. So I'm out there transforming lives. But it's, do we have to do that? And I mean, I remember my grandmother, she grew up in the Depression all of that came forward from her and you know the talks and the comments that I took just took on that I assumed was yes this is you know belief this is this is how it is you have to do things this way mm-hmm. and there's old saying that I you know save for a rainy day um all of these different things that she would say and 
when we're living from those paradigms, you're seeing it reflected in our lives. So it is our curiosity. It is our quest and for wanting more from really living from our hearts. Because if you're living from your hearts, you're living from love. And do these things have a place in, in it? Scarcity, lack, hatred, you know, no, I don't believe so. And a lot of people have said, I, I'm a Pollyanna. I'll be a Pollyanna any day. I'll enjoy being a Pollyanna because yeah. that's what makes my heart glow. That's what makes me happy. So people have said to me, you trust too much. You, you, you know, there's so much going on in the world. Yes, there is so much going on in the world, but I believe the good in people. And that's what I'm living from. That is my heart telling me, you know, I believe in happy endings. I believe in fucking fairy tales. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to have my life and my heart dictated by these other aspects of life. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm dictating where I'm coming from. Yeah. And, you know, as you're talking about that, I, I think uh, I just I, I got the vision of frustration, stress, anxiety, annoyance, like whatever. Right. Because like some people are like, oh yeah, the realities of life. And I feel like those things are happening. But if you're tuning into how you're feeling and your energy, like I just feel like such a pressure on my shoulders just thinking about that and just the amount of energy it mm -hmm. takes to argue, debate, ugh, like it feels so draining. And I think that speaks a little bit more into what you were saying where it's like, I would much rather operate from the heart. It's just, it's, it's the words that we're using to describe it. Really, mm -hmm. it's like, I think, you know, from a more practical sense, right? Like on, on mainstream terms, it's like just choosing to look at things from, I'm trying to think of how like the most mainstream I can say it, you know, it's like choosing to look at things from a more, because anytime I'm like positive light, people are like, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like but it's, that's, it's that's kind of what it, words, you know, positive yeah. light, you know, and yeah, it, I don't know. Cause it's just like, I think that we can still, when we're, when we're aligned and we are listening to like our soul and our higher power, I believe that there's like a place and time to stand up for what you believe in to, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to uh, debate or stand up for something you believe in or whatever. But I feel like the point, the tipping point, at least for me is where if I'm doing that so much that it's impacting my daily, like my daily way of being to where, you know, it makes me more angry. I feel more stress. I feel more, cause I prefer to feel more euphoric and more love. Like I prefer that. And we can choose so many times to be in these emotions. And I think that's what the chakras are all about is really mm -hmm. just tapping into those energy centers to empower yourself, to create and step into a reality that is there waiting for you of mm -hmm. what you said, the Pollyanna, the bliss, you know, you're the pie in the sky, like all this stuff that I'm sure you've heard, I've heard, but like, it's so much better up here. I don't want to be like in that other space <laughs> where I'm stressing out about what this president's saying or that president, it, that stresses me the F out. And I can't see, there you go. I told you earlier, sometimes I don't drop the F bomb because I'm like, oh, it stresses me the fuck out. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just so much like, I, and maybe that's too what you said. I'm like, you're more in your head versus when you just 
even just talking, right? Like if you were feeling it as I was talking, like I felt a pressure and a stress up in like my higher chest and I wasn't breathing. I was breathing really shallow. Mm -hmm. And then like thinking and talking about that, like that's another indicator, right? You can like see how your breathing is. Cause I'm like, Ugh, like my shoulders are up. I want to like shake it all out, get that shit out of me. Like, I don't want that, you know? So I love that you share that. Cause it's like, those are the little things you can pay attention to. Those are the little yeah. things. And that, and, and when you're leading from your heart, it's not always this freaking woo woo piece of woo 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 stuff. I mean, it's like, there's some real shit in it. So if those words don't align with you, find the words that do, because these principles will change your life if you're willing to embrace them full and full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in no way in this conversation are we saying to ignore negative emotions because we're human beings and we're going to go through that. Mm -hmm. But I am all about, I want the highest and best for myself. And I'm not going to go down that. Like I totally get that president and this and that. It's like, oh my God, the, the energy around all of that makes you feel heavy immediately. I do. Mm -hmm. I feel it in the shoulders. Mm -hmm. And then it's, it, it's the tightness in the chest. Yeah. It's that stopping to see where it's landing in your body and your, and your heart's like, no, this is not how we're meant to live, you know? And, and what, and the tool I was talking about earlier, and I'm going to share it now is imagine your heart center open. Like I, like I just imagine like this, this heart and it's open and it's filled with green energy, which is affiliated with the chakra. And I just imagine swirling green lights in my heart center. And what I do is I ask the universe to send a gentle breeze to constantly go through my heart center, removing anything that I may have picked up that does not belong to me. And then sending it down into the earth to be cleansed, cleared, and healed. So all day long, this gentle breeze is just constantly going through your heart center. It is keeping it open, keeping it clear. You've, you're in a lot of people's energy. You feel their emotions. You feel what's going on in the world. But the happier you are within, the happier you are with yourself, the easier emotions flow through you. And by asking to have this breeze it's just quickly letting anything flow through you without letting it get clogged mm. keeping your heart center open i felt good i did that while you talked about it and and i and i love how you said to keep doing it but just imagining it just it just feels really good and and trusting and believing that it is happening and it is done yeah exactly Trusting and believing, trusting in the universe, believing in yourself, believing in possibilities that, you know, yeah, mm. super important, believing, super important and trusting. And, and 10 years ago, I, I did not trust the universe. Like I had to build that trust. I had to open my heart to allow in that trust because as we're hurt growing up, as we're hurt as adults, we close our heart center. We try not to be hurt. We get these blocks and we have to, to let those blocks go. Those are experiences in our lives. We can hold on to them and hold on to the past, or we can hold on to the present and move forward into our futures. So for clearing, well, 
identifying that you have the blocks and then clearing them. Do you have any examples of how, I mean, I know you just gave one, right? With the, with the blowing of the wind through there. Cause I know like, I'm just going to insert this real quick is, is all of this stuff I have understood from an intellectual level. I'm just now this year stepping into the belief that it works because it's a whole different level. And I feel like it's, and maybe, and I'd be curious what you see, what you think here is I feel like I've just, I'm, I'm letting go and possibly even opening up the heart as part of that process. Cause it's like, I wanted to control so much. I wanted to control mm-hmm. the outcome being an A type. It's like about the control and, and that trust and belief, like down to the core, I just feel like these layers of the onion are coming off and, and peeling open. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, like I'm ready, I'm ready, you know? And, and do you find that when you work with empaths that they've already like realized that, or do you feel like that's part of the journey? And what I mean is like that, you know, wanting to control an outcome versus trust and believe. Oh, I so was in that control of the outcome. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to control this. I got this. <laughs> yeah. And that bit me in the ass every time. Hmm. The more I, I tried to control a situation, my emotions, people, the more it's kind of imploded. Hmm. <laughs> it became messy and I was more tight. And it's like you're more frustrated internally because things are not going the way that you see them going. It's about relaxing. Do empaths try to? Oh yeah. They try to block the emotions. They try to stop feeling. They try to resist. And all of those things are fear-based. And it's almost like we're saying to the universe, like, I'm afraid of all these things. Please give me more. Mm -hmm. Because the more we focus on them, the more that's what ends up in our reality. Like we're creating our own reality. So that comes in. So by going with the flow, which is not what we're taught to do, we're not taught to step back and breathe and be present. We're taught to go. Mm -hmm. So it's, we're going, we're almost unlearning so much that we've learned and starting fresh. And it is peeling layers. Mm -hmm. Like, like, Oh, I got this. And it's like, and it'll come back again. And you'll be like, Oh, I see, you know, there's something else to that experience or a learning piece that you may not have quite fully incorporated. And you're like, I get it. But I, I believe we're here to experience life to its fullest. And we've put a lot of protection mechanisms in place because we didn't want to get hurt because we don't want to feel these emotions or we're resisting them. And when we start allowing, and these are, these are mainstream words, surrender, allowing, you know, but it's stop trying to be in control of everything. Mm -hmm. It is stop, uh, stop that control. Mm -hmm. It is great. Today, I want to just kind of sit here and it's not easy (laughs) when you're, when you're a typical A, you want to go, go to sit down and just be like, all right, I'm just going to sit here and breathe. I'm just going to sit here and see what, what comes up for me, which direction I'm supposed to take. You know, yes, I'm all about creating action and doing inspired action, but not just doing things to do them because we're, we're spinning our wheels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've, I've known for the past, if I had to guess like four to five, maybe six years, and it's been calling me to do yoga and more meditation. 
And it's kept calling me, but that A side of me was like, no, I don't have time or I would do it here and there. I didn't really fully step into that. So know that if that's your journey right now, just, you know, just keep the course, take a lot of the stuff we talked about today, you know, that this will really accelerate that course for you because now that allowing is, is what is helping me step into those moments to where Mm -hmm. I do go from that, you know, emotional overwhelm into that peace. And especially when you are creating a whole new level of yourself, because we're always leveling up, we're always creating new levels of who we are and who we want to be and who we want to become, that there's always going to be that shedding. There's always going to be that, you know, some things just don't hit. Some things like they make sense, but they just don't hit because it wasn't the right time. But I feel like with everything you're talking about of opening up the heart, tuning into the energy, tuning into your body, being present, being in that heart space helps accelerate that journey. Like, I don't know, I just like, I can see a vision of someone like bursting open with like this like gold light coming from their heart, you know, I'm here, I'm out to the universe, I'm ready. Yeah. And that, that's, that's it. You're setting your intention to the universe. I am ready. I am here. My heart is open. You know, when we follow for businesses, these gurus, and we follow these people for spiritual learnings, and we're like, oh, and then we, we, they're telling us to do this thing. And you're like, "Uh." and it's like, but the guru told me and your heart's going, no, sweetheart, no. And we still push forward because the guru said, Mm -hmm. heart. Now you feel that resistance in your heart, the tightness in your heart, in your stomach. And it doesn't mean anything other than that's not for you to do. That is not whether that will change down the road or whether that is never for you. And it's, that's mm-hmm. okay too. Yeah. But I, I've definitely pushed myself with, with business, with things that people said, you must do this because that's the way it's going and you must do that. And it has to look this way. And, I did it. And this year, thank God for COVID. (laughs) I know people might get upset, but you know, there's a lot of things. There's always a silver lining. It was. Yeah. There's There's always a a silver lining. There's sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's you're so right though. Please comment silver lining. Yeah, there always is. I mean, there's still a lot of pain and hurt. And of course, you know, myself and I would, I would venture to say that any of the guests on this show of course, feel the pain and are sad for all the people who have lost their lives. But for what we talk about, what we want to bring, it's like that hope, that inspiration to know that there's some other ways to view things. Because it's just like we talked about before with the energy, you know, you can stay in the sadness of everything's going on, Mm -hmm. but also you can choose to be you know, in the, the lighter, the lighter energies, you may have a different word for it, but it's like those lighter energies it's all in perspective. If I wake up every day and I'm depressed and sad and upset, and I'm not talking about clinical stuff or anything, you know, I'm talking about just, you have those energies and that's what you're starting your day on. I feel like you start to like block yourself off from opportunities and everything. If you've noticed everything we've talked about is about opening, opening up. And even that I would, I would think is the heart center also being vulnerable when you open it up. When you start sharing yourself even more, you are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's a good thing, you know, and we're also building self-confidence with that. Yeah. And 
by sharing ourselves and sharing our stories and our experiences, you're going to get the people who love and adore it. You're going to get the people who thank God you shared this because I'm going through the same thing. And then you're going to get the people who think you're a crackpot. <laughs> and those are the people that let them go. Yeah. You know, because then we get vulnerable. You're like, somebody said something that hurt my feelings. Yeah. Then I want you to refocus on the two other groups, the one that loved it and the other one that thanked you because they're there. They were in a similar, they're in a similar spot that you were, mm-hmm. that you've now gone through. Yeah. So that's where you need to focus. We can always focus on the negative or we can keep living through our heart and moving forward and being open and helping other people who are ready to hear mm-hmm. what they need to hear to move on. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel very charged and powered up and I feel, I feel really amazing right now. So I feel like this is the perfect place to, you know, bring this all to, you know, a powerful close. And if you're listening, if someone's listening and they want to work with you and they're like, oh my God, I want more. How, where do they go? How do they find you? What's, what's next? How do they get in touch? On social media, Instagram, Facebook, under Trisha Dyka. All right. Spell that name, oh. girl. T-R-I-C-I-A-D-Y-C-K-A. So check me out there. Send okay. me a private message through Instagram or through Facebook or send me an email at Trisha at TrishaDyka.com. Oh, I love that. And I, I'm, I'm encourage you, right? We just talked about the heart and opening. Send that message. If you feel that calling, don't get in your brain and oh my God, she's too busy. She's a powerhouse. She's got an amazing business. Why would she talk to me? Get the hell out of that brain. If you feel that tug on your heart, send her a message. We love talking to people, right? Like we love having that, that chatter. I mean, just send it, right? I want to encourage you. We just talked about all this. Send the message if you feel that pull because you never know what it'll take you to open up another door for you. Yeah, it's the God's honest truth. And I love chatting with people. So so I'm definitely, please send me a message. Oh, I love it. This was such an amazing episode. I hope that you got a lot about it. Of course, follow us on your favorite podcast station or whatever your favorite podcast app make sure you share this with your friends if you know anybody if you got any like intuitive hits during this episode of someone who needs to hear this send it to them of course you can always take a screenshot of the episode and tag us on um, social media so you can either tag us at the life adventurist or on our business page at two underscore Jay Hala. would love to share the love and share your story with my peeps and get you out there too so Thank you so much, Trisha. So excited. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. All right. See you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Life Adventurous podcast. If you love this episode, remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. For course information, freebies, and to stay connected, join our Ohana, that means family, at www.2jhala.com forward slash Ohana. Remember to stay positive, enjoy the journey, and most of all, Keep those eyes open for all of the adventures surrounding you.